Listen to the coffee hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. This is why you should not play in the studio accidentally throwing throwing things, the, throwing things and they fall on the floor. No one had to hear the loud crashing noise. <laughs> loud crashing noise. It is Tuesday, May 14th, and uh, it's May. Uh, are you thinking about September? Everybody's probably oh, man, thinking no. more about summer and what you're going to do this summer, but um, there is a, a, a great opportunity this September, but now's mm. the time to start preparing for it. If you've heard us share stories about Mercy Medical Teams here before uh, and thought, mm, maybe that's something I'd like to do, well, stick around today. We have some more stories to share and an opportunity to share as well. Ann Gonzalez, Manager of Short-Term Mission Training and Engagement, the LCMS Office of International Mission in studio with us this morning. Good morning, Anne. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us in studio and joining us on phone. Bonnie Hartman, she's a volunteer uh, nurse and a volunteer with Mercy Medical Team that traveled to Sierra Leone. Bonnie, thanks so much for being our guest. You bet. I'm happy to be here. Welcome back to the coffee hour, mm-hmm. actually. So yeah. glad to have you. Just share with us um, your past experience with uh, Mercy Medical Team. You traveled on a team to Sierra Leone. Is that right? Yes, I did. And my first experience with doing that was just one year ago, um, which was a tremendous opportunity in the village of Koidu and Yardu. And that was my very first time on an MMT and a great opportunity to see how these teams are put together and how they work within a community in a foreign country. What were you able to, to do or experience while you were there serving? Well, while I was there, um, although I am a registered nurse, I am retired, but I worked um, in the vital signs area, um, taking blood pressures and temperatures and oxygen saturations and weights and those types of things to, um, to document on a form that then passes along with the person through a triage station and a diagnostic station, treatment station, and then to the pharmacy. So that's how it worked last year. This year was a bit different. This year, again, returning to Sierra Leone, but to a very different um, village just outside of, excuse me, just outside of Kailan um, called Toyama. And in Toyama, when the local leaders in that village learned of the story from the experience last year, they decided they wanted to do things differently, and that led to a very different experience this year. What was that story? Well, that story is <laughs> last year, um, the village involved and the church leaders had decided to send out an open invitation as far as it could be spread, and people will come and they will receive medical care. We had a very large number of people come, and they did receive care, but in that group of individuals, it was a lot of basic medical care with a few exceptional type situations that re- required urgent care that was likely involved in saving lives. This year, the village leaders, once hearing that story, determined that they really have very sick people and they would rather see that the very sick people are the ones who come to the village and can hopefully be assured of being seen. So they determined that their village leaders would pre-register people from the nearby surrounding villages, but only pre-register very, very sick people. Mm. 
and it is those people who came to the clinic. So this year was different in that rather than running a basic clinic, it almost became an urgent care clinic oh, wow. all day long, every day. Wow. We had some very, very interesting cases. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about getting to know the, the local partner church who hosts the team um, in, in both of those trips. What was it like getting to know them? I'm sure there were probably what a, a difference in languages and, and cultural differences, but um, there were also things I'm sure that were universal as well. Tell me about getting to know the, the local partner church. Correct. What was very interesting is that the primary church leaders that we worked with this year were the same church leaders that we worked last year, and that's Reverend um, John Bundor, who is the president of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Sierra Leone. He was very much present last year in the clinic, and he was very much present in the clinic again here. And then from there, you have other church leaders, and Reverend Stephen, and I won't try to pronounce his last name, <laughs> Reverend Stephen is an ordained pastor. He is also the equivalent of a physician assistant, mm. but his role with the clinics is to provide the supervisory direction for local pastors as they do the ministering to the people on site. And he is very actively involved in maintaining a um, a more organized event amongst the groups of people who come. It is clear that he is a man who is very highly respected by the villagers, and um, he's a quiet man but carries a big stick, as somebody <laughs> described him, which was needed on occasion. But they constantly have Christ at the center of everything that we do, mm. and the with with Reverend Stevens' leadership, the local pastors serve as translators within our different work areas. They pray with patients um, as they complete going through the process to share the gospel message with them. And they are also the ones who, after we leave, do the follow-up connections with the individuals that they have met during this experience and can do follow-up um, to, again, just just demonstrate that our care and concern is not just in the moment. It is ongoing, and it is in reality with the focus always being on eternal life with Jesus Christ and, and, and what we um, need to know of God's love for that to happen. What would you say is the most uh, most important skill or two that, uh, or, or thing to know for a volunteer who's going to be serving on an MMT? I think the most important thing is to know and understand that God is leading each one of us. Um, the right people are there at the right time and the right place. As I look at the team we had last year, that was so very true. Skill sets were maybe a little bit different there. This year, the skill sets that were there were exactly what was needed for this much more challenging week of clinic. We had Misty Rouse who's an ER physician assistant in um, South Carolina, and she was absolutely amazing. She worked with the Sierra Leonean providers um, together. They each learned some new things from each other. For example, our very first day, four men were carrying this large man to our clinic who was screaming. He had had an accident. He had fallen. He had dislocated his shoulder, 
And that's not something you can typically deal with in the type of setting that we're in. But because we had Misty, because we had Michael from the Sierra Leonean team who knew how to manage this, they they re, re, um, used very primitive methods, which are a little bit different now if you were to go to an urgent care, an ER, um, in the States here. But they used the techniques that were necessary to reset his arm. And that was absolutely amazing. We had a patient who came in whose baby had died at childbirth, Mm -hmm. but they don't have the medications there to stop the milk from being produced, Mm. which resulted in a complication where she got an abscess in her breast. It was Mm. draining, extremely painful. It needed to be debrided and cleaned out. It took the right people to be there. So those are the very technical medical people who were there. But to make all of these things happen, we had some amazing lay people. They didn't know anything about medicine, but we are able to teach lay people how to do vital signs, how to take blood pressure. And, and we use a lot of equipment, automatic type things. Um, so they are there to help with that. And then there's always a nurse available to assist if something gets a little more complex. We need individuals who can read and write, very basic skills. But in the pharmacy, with thousands of prescriptions and medicines being handled during this week, we need people who can count pills and and copy the names of drug names on little baggies, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and write the number of how many are in that bag that then are used by the by the medical leaders to pass out for prescriptions. So what it really takes is the heart of a person who wants to serve and whatever skills they come with, they will be put to good use in some very positive way. We have just about two minutes left. Anne, tell us about the upcoming trip, the the team that's preparing for, or the team that needs to be prepared. (laughs) So we are looking for team team members to join the team going to Ghana for the very first Mercy Medical team there Mm -hmm. in September, uh, September 5th through the 17th, I believe. And... um, this builds on decades of mission work there and partnership with the local church body. My godparents actually were missionaries when I was a kid in Ghana. Oh, that's so cool. that's a very personal, very yeah. personal connection for me. That's cool. So um, as, as Bonnie said, both medical p- people, um, doctors, nurses, PAs, uh, nurse practitioners, pharmacists, pharmacy techs, as well as lay people who just are willing to go and serve are needed for that team in Ghana in September. Um, so apply today if you're interested. And how do you do that? How do you apply? Go to lcms.org slash mercy teams. You can either send us an email there, or if you scroll down on the page, you will actually be able to download the application, fill it out, and email it to us. Absolutely. There you go. lcms.org slash mercy teams. You can find the application, and uh, that'll get you in touch with Anne and the team in the Office of International Mission to find out more about this team. And you have other teams as well. I mean, we're talking today primarily about the, the team Correct. to Ghana in September, but there are other teams and other opportunities yes, as well. most of our 2019 teams are full, but um, the Ghana one we need folks for, we need a few more people maybe for Uganda, but then we'll start looking at 2020. What do what are is the individual responsible for their their travel? Correct. Correct. They pay for their travel as well as the ground fee. The ground fee covers all of their costs in country as well as a portion of the cost of the clinic. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. You bet. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for being a part of the Coffee Hour today again. Thanks for having me. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.
The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.